Oh, Greg, how's it going? Yes, it's going really well. How about you? Yeah, awesome. All good. Looking, looking forward to this. I've got a, a great one today. So nice one. Nice one. Mine's pretty cool. Bit of interesting history. There's a lot of these are. So I guess I'll start. I'm still yeah, in Greater Manchester. Yep. So I'm in a little village called Ainsworth. She's near Bolton in Great Manchester. Cool. And the village of Ainsworth itself has a long history of human habitation, Bronze Age, burial sites, and artifacts, dating back at least 6,000 years have been found in, wow. the, in the surrounding ours. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a place called the Duke William Inn in Ainsworth, which is a Grade two listed building dating back to 1737. Quite old, yeah. Quite old when this is a time when George II was on the throne and he was the last monarch that actually led troops into battle. That's so where he used to be at the front going, hey, let's go. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's very, mu very much like that. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and the inn itself is named after his second living son, William. He was then 16 years of age and his parents' favourite. Oh. So George II was the king and his son William had been made Duke of Cumberland in 1726, so about 10 years before the Duke William Inn was built. And apparently the owners of the new inn were big fans of this William and they named it after him. So Duke Fair William enough. of Cumberland is where the name comes from. And in later years, he himself became an eminent soldier. He was also said to be proud and unforgiving, and also proud of war. Yes, and then times it's a bit different. I think, yeah, like nowadays, it's all kind of, they don't want the wars to a certain extent. And like a lot of the leaders are seen to be, and certainly royals are seen to be like, against it and want to do what we can to prevent it but back then they were all just like let's have it like I suppose his dad was the king and it's like whoever killed the king would then became king and yeah it's a bit more brutal back like then no i mean we've talked about all the the ways of executions and stuff like that and there's gotta be it's a different different time different sort of morals and stuff like that i suppose so. mm. Yeah, definitely. It's not actually that long ago either, though. No, no. 300, 300 years. What should come in the past 100 years? Something mm. in the Earth is 8 billion years old or whatever. So past sort of 100 years become more civilised. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> different topic for a different day. <laughs> We're not going for history today and geography. <laughs> well, the inn was one of two culture inns on the main road through the village. It's then crossed Arthur Lane, and this is one of the main routes from Liverpool to Leeds. And it's probably at this crossroads that the local gibbet was sighted. And like you say, a bit of different times back then, excuses and stuff. And this is where hangings would have taken place. And I know what a gibbet is now. That's the, the cool thing, because we, we spoke about that a couple of episodes ago. So we, did. So we are learning stuff. <laughs> so the inn retains much of its charm with low ceilings, small rooms. 
In the nineteen in the eighteen hundreds, sorry, it was used at the location of the local coroner's court. Okay. We'd have quite a lot of stuff going on in this pub. So spooky happenings. There's many reports of thick smoke coming from the vacant room. And apparently there's a tall, sinister man in a black cape and top hat that's been seen in the men's toilets. Okay. So two things there. One, ghosts in the toilet, which has been yep. quite a common theme. It has, yeah, yeah. I think that could be another series with the ghosts in toilets. <laughs> Why not? And a man in, like, black cape and the top hat, man in the hat. Yeah. Very common sort of ghostly apparition. Yeah, seen quite a lot. Yeah, definitely. She's also seen a spectral lady. She gets seen in the doorway to the kitchens where a small pot was once flung against the wall so hard that it shattered. No one was there, but this pot flung across the wall. And they have common temperature drops as well as tapping noises. Okay. We love a good tapping noise. Love the sound effect. One woman spoke about recent phenomena in the pub, saying that she's never seen or heard anything, but the manager who currently lives on the site said that he sees shapes and shadows going across the door, hears footsteps, all these types of things, quite common, kind of reported things in these old pubs. And more recently, in the past year, a customer was FaceTiming a friend who was just sat having a drink in the pub. And they asked who the child in the striped T-shirt was that was with him. Ooh. But there wasn't any child of that description, or any child anywhere near him. But she could Freaky. see a child on the, the FaceTime video. So not a whole lot of reports and stuff going there, but quite an interesting history. Mm-hmm. And still, some great stuff happening with these uh, mainly the spirits being seen and the the tall man in the top hat being seen in the toilets. Yeah, the tall tall man in the hat. I know um, Craig has spoken about that quite a bit as well um, from Paranormal Pendle, Craig Bryant, so, and his Shadow Man of Accrington book. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's quite a common theme. So we we seem to hit quite a lot of like these. The toilet ghosts, weirdly, quite a few of them. Um, so yeah, it's, it, there seems to be a bit of a theme on some of these, uh, the, like the children playing or the children appearing. I mean, they they probably were more fa- well, pubs were more family orientated back then. I know when I was growing up, it was a family thing because we didn't have Sky TV or Xboxes back then. We used to. I, I had to used to go with my parents when I was little to the pub. You and we'd sit in the garden in the summer, so it was always families. So it kind I kind of understand why there's probably children sort of running around and and whatnot. So yeah, nice, cool. So I'm going to talk about the Bait Hall on Chestergate, which is in Macclesfield. So, so this is an interesting one. So Sean Hutchinson is the pub landlord and he claims his pub is one of Britain's most haunted, obviously, with 14 different spirits all appearing at the pub. 
He says he and his young family have been plagued by spirits ever since he moved into the town's oldest pub two years ago. But while three-year-old daughter Mia is happy to play hide-and-seek with a young boy ghost, Sean says another ghost called Richard has told him that he wants to kill him. Sean, who's 44, says his claims are backed up by paranormal investigators who have visited the building, which we'll come on to. So the pub itself, which looks like a standard sort of town centre old pub, dates back to 1525. So a little bit older than some of the pubs we've spoken about. It's believed to have once had Oliver Cromwell as a guest. Uh, has a Jacobean staircase and priest holes that served as hiding places for Catholic priests. Staircase is also reported to have marks at the top, which Sean says are from when the witch of Macclesfield, the great lady, was hanged. And I've got a video clip at the end of the uh, of of my sort of talk about this, where you can see the rope over the top of the staircase. So it's quite yeah, weird. Cool. Um, it's also unearthed an old rope, which we're going to see. Um, and you'll hear that paranormal investigators have, have picked up on stuff with that rope. So, But Sean says he and his wife, Georgia, are not scared of the ghost. I mean, I probably would be if I was 14 um, and have experienced paranormal activity before. Sean, who is also dad to Alfie, has now arranged for a second team of paranormal investigators to access the building. So he's he's also had help. My house is haunted. I've been there. Most haunted have been there. So there's quite a lot of um, mixture of <laughs> respected groups gone in there. So this is a quote from Sean. I've been told by Withenshaw Paranormal Investigation Team that there are at least 14 spirits upstairs. There's one ghost called Richard who wants to kill me. I know this because he told me, he said, kill you. Wow. He goes, I've never seen him, but I hear his voice and we hear, hear really loud bangs like a truck hitting the pub when he's here. He said, I'm used to ghosts, but the scariest thing is speaking to them through the investigators' machines, sort of spirit boxes. I was shocked to hear so many voices. Uh, Andrew Elson from the Haunted Company said that this is one of the most haunted public houses that he's ever been to. And when he held the rope that Sean found when he was doing building work, it felt like he was being strangled. I mean, it could be that he knew it was from a hanging rope. So you you yeah. can't really put too much in that. But it it's not out of the ordinary for objects to take on board like a haunted object and and people can sort of experience some stuff so i suppose uh, you have to take that bit with a pinch of salt so the paranormal activity in the pub includes staff being touched by unseen hounds glasses flying off the shelves and dark shadowy figures seen being seen around the building sean says um, that the ghost that we just talked about, Richard, is pure evil and doesn't like women or children. Now, this is the interesting bit. Um, Sean, 45, has been seen on this video clip that I'm about to show you, seen taunting and swearing at the spirit or at a spirit during an unnerving vigil in the pub. 
And this was led by uh, a spirit medium, James Higgins, who visited the building in an attempt to capture some paranormal activity. Um, it was a Facebook Live that they were both both in right. for James Higgins. And Sean is captured on a live, confronting Richard before the broadcast is dramatically cut by James, who said he stopped recording for safety reasons. The eerie footage has been viewed more than 21,000 times, so it's a decent clip. It's three minutes long, and I'll, I'll play it at the end of, end of me talking. But, yeah, there's quite a bit of bad language in it where Sean is swearing at the ghost, but it's beeped out um, for family reasons. Um, Sean said it wasn't a pleasant experience, but something he is used to. He said, Richard is demonic. He is here permanently. I confront him every day to keep him away from my family. He doesn't like women or children. I mean, if you're facing that every day, I'm, I'm not too sure how I'd start to feel about it. You'd probably become quite angry and hostile towards it, which probably doesn't help because you're feeding that sort of bad energy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, he, said, he goes on to say he's pure evil. He thinks it is his house, but it isn't. It's my home and I'm not going anywhere. That's another interesting point that people with poltergeists, um, people with ghosts in their house, especially like the Enfield poltergeist, they refuse to move out of the house. They're like, this is my house. I'm not going anywhere. And that that comes up quite a lot of people just saying, no, 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 it's, it's not your house. It's my house. So interesting that he said that as well. Um, he said he's had a paranormal team in here twice, and some of them are even terrified of this place. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We, I mean, we've been to some paranormal places, had paranormal experience, and it's quite exciting rather than terrifying. I mean, if I saw glasses being thrown at me, probably would be a bit more wary. But maybe, um, maybe. Yeah. So Sean claims the historic pub, weirdly, has 21 different ghosts, whereas in another part of the research I did, he said 14, and it's where ley lines cross and where the town's gallows were. Um, James Higgins, the, the spiritualist medium, um, also claims that there's spirits in the pub. He said, there is something in there, it's a bad place. I put my hands on the wall and it felt like I could see something. It was draining my energy and I thought I might faint. Um, he says, we don't condone engagement with spirits, but Sean was arguing with him. It became like taunting and creating a very negative vibe. It didn't feel safe, so that's why I had to stop the vigil. But James has said, I will continue to work with Sean. Um, and he said, you can really see this has got to Sean. He's desperate for something to be done, and I think I can, but it's a lengthy process. So, yeah, so quite a, it's almost the start of like a poltergeist kind of scenario where it sort of starts getting to the person quite a bit. Okay. And I know um, a lot of people who've got some of those more evil hauntings, they do A, not leaving the house, but B, it really starts to affect them and the family quite a bit. And I mean, I've, I've been involved in a case in Whitney with the paranormal group where this thing in the house um, was trying to get between the man and the wife. And they said whenever the, the guy was in the house or they were in the house together, weird stuff would happen and they would hear feel like a nasty presence and just feel heavy. But when 
he was out of the house. Everything was calm. And he used to ring up and say he was on his way home. And from then it would start getting sort of negative. He also said, um, and we've got the, the, the audio recordings of this when they were telling us that the, the full story, that um, they they argue a lot since they've moved into this house as a, a family. They're like a, a mixed family. Um, so they've come at it from like two separate families. And But he said when they're in the house together, it, they start arguing a lot more. Um, and when they're out of the house, they're absolutely fine. But as soon as they get back in the house, um, maybe that's something for a future episode. It's it's something that we we said we wouldn't like we, the full story won't come out because they wanted anonymity. But um, I've seen a photo that the daughter took, like a selfie, and in the background is a dark entity in the shape of a person. I haven't got the foot the photo it was just shown to us because they didn't want anybody to have the photo it's fair yeah. but definitely something weird in the photo um cameras being knocked around so it was it's interesting that this this sean hutchinson has a similar kind of thing where he's sort of having to almost defend his family yeah, yeah. and confronting this but it's like some kind of a horror film it really is but the the poltergeist, the dark stuff, really seems to affect families, and I think it just draws on the negative energies, uh, and then creates like a heavy presence. So that is the bait hall um, in Macclesfield, and in a moment, just when we wrap up here, I'll play the video, and if you're just watching on audio, it you can hear it in audio just, and you can you can get a sense of exactly what's happening even without seeing the video it's quite a an interesting piece but and that's it from me and that's it from me thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time till then goodbye good evening everyone i hope you're all well and tonight we're at bait hall in macclesfield where we are literally embellished with a history of not only witchcraft execution and uh, paranormal activity. Um, I do kind of feel at the moment as, almost as though there, there's a, a male presence around us at the moment, like quite a strong male presence, although it's literally stood next to us right now. Hello Richard. Um, and that will be a gentleman we're James dealing with. James Richard Stockford. I've been here for two and a half years. You've done nothing to me. Uh, you want to say Hail, Hail Mary now? Don't want to say Hail Mary. Job on. Not saying a Hail Mary. But next oh, you. You're not going to hurt anybody up here because you haven't got the balls to do it. It's going to hurt me, hurt me. You won't hurt me, will you? You're full of People seeing a lot of orbs and flashes. You haven't got the balls to hurt me, Richard. James Richard Stockford hurt me. You only hurt women because you're a bully. You're gonna hurt me, hurt me. Go on then. Throw that door at me. Throw something at me. This room. 
is where the next door is where Billy is. Is that where Georgie got that? No, Georgie was stronger than She got a taxi in here. activities going on there at the moment. Uh, 